0: welcome to the authority hacker podcast today in another one of our daily episodes we're going to be talking about article intros and how to write article intros that don't suck so without any fluff in your intro and without any fluff in this intro let's get started welcome to the authority hacker podcast no hype no bs no censorship just real-life online marketing tactics. And now your hosts, Gail Breton and Mark Webster. So article intros are notoriously bad. They're full of filler content. The language is, is just fluff. You know, to give you an example, and I made this up, by the way, and many of the examples here. We've already an article, let's say, best paintball guns is, is, is what we're Googling. It will say something like, in this article on the best paintball guns, I'm going to look at the, a lot of paintball guns and tell you which is the best. Right, no shit. That's what I googled. I kind of figured that was what you're doing. And then it will go on to say something like, a paintball gun or marker is a device which shoots paintballs. Not realizing that if I'm googling this, I already probably know what a paintball gun is and know what it is. I just need to know what the the best one is. Then they'll often go on like some random tangent, like they were invented in 1962 by Alfred E. Paint as a way to chase goats out of his farm. And as interesting as that might be, that does not need to go here. That can come much later. It's not intro kind of content. That's related content, which should be much further down you'll often get just multiple paragraphs of filler stuff stating the obvious. It's really, really bad if there's ever a site which is writing a lot of similar articles with different geographic regions, like best golf course in Ohio, for example, where the the article will start off saying something like, Ohio is a state in the Midwest of 11.69 million people. Its capital is Columbus and home to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Like, it's just completely irrelevant, but they're writing that so that each of the, Best golf in whatever state articles can be a little bit different. And it's a, a surefire way to just like turn people off your, your content straight away. So how do you write a better intro? First and foremost, write it last. I've told loads of people about this. It's kind of common wisdom, but most people who I've ever observed writing an article or when I ask them about it, they, they don't really follow this. They write it first because that feel they they feel like they need to kind of get into it somehow. Next. Avoid any fluffy words or fluffy sentences. Every single sentence, every single word should add value. Don't state the obvious. Don't tell people something they're likely to already know. Third, keep it short. So a few sentences are okay. Writing one paragraph sentences absolutely fine. People have come to find an answer or a solution to a problem or some information about something. You need to give them that as fast as possible. Don't give them stuff they're, they don't care about or stuff they already know. A good way to think about this is something called the inverse pyramid of value, I think it is, where you want to be giving all of the or the majority of the value immediately. So in the intro, that could be if you're doing like a roundup kind of review, you could tell someone what the best paintball gun is in like the first couple of sentences. You could write something like after comparing... 10 of the latest paintball guns from the top manufacturers, I found that the best paintball gun was a Desert Fox E9000 or whatever it might be called. So start off giving giving away the answer straight away. If it's an info question and like, you know, how fast can you start a website? You know, give them that answer straight away. Second, in the intro, you want to be, uh, in terms of structuring it, you want to be establishing trust. So why should people believe that your recommendation or your opinion or your knowledge on this is good? Tell them how many years of experience you have in the in the space or just how many hours of research you spent looking around, reading other people's reviews, looking at Facebook groups and Reddit and just finding what the pros had to say about paintball guns or what they, they used. Your time spent researching this, and if you can communicate that you've legitimately done that, That's a lot of value because it means that the person reading the article will trust you, will trust your opinion, and doesn't need to spend all that time doing it themselves. So you could be, you know, I bought all 10 guns myself and test them across a weekend. Or you could just be like, oh, I spent X amount of hours researching this. Then you want to move on to something which is like a, a preview of what's to come. So think of like a mini mini table of contents but n- not a table of contents so in this article i'm going to compare you know with paintball guns what all the aspects are maybe firing speed range weight price etc and then you want to have some kind of like open hook it's going to get people to move on to the next next section, but also to encourage them to read the whole article. So you can say something like, there are a number of good guns, but the best one for you will depend on your style of play. So keep reading to find out which one you should choose. That's like a, a hook. So like, oh, okay. So there's like some nuance in here. I want to I want to learn. If you don't care about that, if you don't have time, if you just want the best one, you can still go and click that link from from the best one straight away. And th- that's your intro, right? It can be three, four sentences if, it, if you really want. Most likely it's going to be I don't know, no more than six sentences uh, across two, three paragraphs. So stop writing fluffy intros, give all the value away straight away, keep your focus, hook people in, and then just transition to your article and write it, Write this intro last uh, because it's very difficult to do all these things if you don't know what you're actually going to talk about or what, what the best one is going to be until you write it. So
1: I think this is cool, but I've never managed to get outsourced writers to do this properly. It almost feels like it's a requirement in ProBlogger to not know how to write intros so that you can apply for jobs. Because it's like, I do that in my articles, etc. I think one that works really well is the, the proof by showing that you're doing well. For example, like a, a mini case study or something, like having a photo or something really early, showing the items, etc. So how do you get writers to do that? And how do you do that when you don't actually buy the items for your review, which a lot of people don't?
0: Uh, so those are two questions. One, how do you get... How do you do it when people are not, when you don't have the product? You don't have to have the product. You can just do the best research and like figure out what the best one is. Like if you're buying the product for yourself, like how do you know what the best one is? You check what other people are saying, you check what the pros use and they recommend, or you, you know, check other people's reviews and you make your own decision. You're essentially doing that in your content. And that is adding a lot of value, it's saving people a lot of time. And the other question, right, how do you get outsourced writers to, to do that? That is fucking difficult. I believe a part of the reason for this is incongruency in what they're writing versus it's not really their website. So they don't have that same kind of like personality. And in order to write in this short, snappy style, you have to have a level of confidence in what you're writing about. And you have to have the the mind of the, the person you're who's reading kind of in your mind and you need to be like really talking to them, addressing them in like a, a casual, over-the-bar kind of conversational tone almost. Uh, and it's hard to do because every writing course, every you know creative writing degree that someone studied and, and pro- probably every SOP that they've worked for in the past SOP from a company they've worked for in the past will have told them uh, to write the intros in a kind of more classical way. Yeah, it's how you um, write like dissertations, right? Say, like- say what you're going to say, say it and say it again kind of thing. And there's an element of usefulness in that approach, but when it comes to writing good web content these days, bad intros is the easiest thing in the world to spot, and you need to be like rigorous with your application writer application process. And just like if anyone's like fluffing around or writing bullshit, like just kick them out of there. Uh, and then it's just a case of hammering home to the writer every single time. You can do a Gail Breton and just like delete the intro and tell them to write it <laughs> Come again on a in, <laughs> in, in Google Docs. Uh, because it's not good enough. But I mean, of course, you need to provide specifics. But if you're able to do it yourself, you know, give them four or five articles and say, hey, this is the style you need to be writing.
1: Yeah, it's hard. It's like the thing is, like, it sounds off very often when people do that. Like, you really try and it's yeah. like, it's not hitting. Like, you read it and you just don't trust it. You know, they don't have that confidence so that you mentioned. An element you know? of
0: that, though, is because this style of communication is a bit more casual, a bit more personal it can often feel like quite personal to you so someone else is not gonna write in the same way that you speak. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause it's like, it's the Gale Breton way of speaking, not the clearly defined English language, which everyone <laughs> writes the same in. Right? So you kind of have to like accept that it's not always gonna be exactly what you want. And it's just a training process. You have to drill people in it over and over and over again. But once they get it, this kind of style will filter through to the rest of their, of yep. their writing and it'll be a lot better.
1: Actually, it's like it's funny because I've observed that process on the Ahrefs blog. And Ahrefs now pretty much rewrites the same intro on every single blog post. <laughs> Which is like, oh, over the past eighteen months we have grown our traffic by this much. So our SEO advice must be great. Uh here's how to insert topic, you know. And it's like by the fact that this intro is so mimicked and it's Kind of the same every time. You can tell that they've struggled a lot with it. And now that they've hit like one format that works with their writer, they're kind of like repeating it all the same. It's like it's fine if it's search traffic. But I can tell it's a very difficult thing to get with outsourced writers. And I can see why they're struggling
0: actually. So uh, anything else? We on and that's not, that's not even outsourced writers. I mean, they have a full time team in house yeah. doing this. And so. they struggle.
1: I'm telling uh, you. Yeah. I mean, they, it's good now, but it's always the same, basically. Anything else? Nope. All right, well, thank you for listening, guys. We have another podcast coming out tomorrow. We are releasing one a day these days. It's on YouTube as well if you're on the video. And if you're on YouTube, you can drop us a comment to tell us if you like that new quick format of podcasts. You can also drop us a like and subscribe. We are also on the audio platform, so if you want to still listen to a podcast there. And we wish you a good day. Bye.